Costumers create the costumes that dress performers when the opera and theater are open, but now with time on their hands and a desire to help out, those designers are shifting their focus from costumes to masks, hoping they can help curtail the spread of coronavirus. WFPL's arts reporter Stephanie Wolf introduces us to some of them. Freelance costume designer Donna Lawrence Downs' go-to mask-making music rotates between Prince and Eminem. One shot. Anything that's got a hook or a beat or something that just keeps me not thinking about the purpose of the mask. That's right. The music is a distraction from why there's a need for these. It's a distraction from the torrent of news about the growing number of COVID-19 cases, the rising death toll. She thought the mask-making itself would provide the distraction. But it hasn't. Making these masks has been really stressful. It's a bigger responsibility than I anticipated. Lawrence Downs does costuming for groups like Kentucky Opera and Kentucky Shakespeare. And she's one of a number of Louisville costumers heeding the call to make masks for the medical community. You'll find thousands of posts on Instagram with the hashtag handmade mask. We have the ability and why sit on your butt when you can be helping out. Lawrence Downs says costumers, like herself, are probably pulling from their own inventory. Costume people are hoarders. We hoard fabric like there's no tomorrow. I probably have 50 yards of cotton that is destined to be a quilt or a shirt for Shakespeare or a pair of pants for something. She also swung by the opera earlier. And grabbed a bolt of 50 yards of muslin that we bought for Marriage of Figaro. Questions have been raised about DIY masks. Like how effective are they? Local hospitals are accepting them. Norton Healthcare says it plans to give the handmade mask to visitors and patients and to staff to use at home only. A UofL health spokesperson says they're taking them as precautionary backups, but aren't sure how they'll use them yet. One doctor, who asked not to be named, told me she uses the cloth mask over her surgical mask, changing the cloth ones several times daily to preserve the one surgical mask she gets each day. Donna Lawrence Downs has made about 100 masks so far. She's consulted medical professionals and done research online. She says she's learned that cotton is best because it's breathable. The fabric has to be washed and shrunk first, then pressed, then cut out, and then sewn. I have my sample one. She walks away from the screen, because we're talking on Zoom, and returns with a mask. It's got a nice green face fabric, and then right here is the pouch. She explains that the front of the mask is an 8 by 7.5 inch strip of cotton. She folds the top of that fabric over a pipe cleaner, just like the ones you did craft projects with in grade school. The pipe cleaner goes across the bridge of the nose to help the mask fit snugly. She attaches the muslin to the backside to create a pouch for a filter. She then makes three pleats in the fabric and stitches on ties made out of bias tape. Others use elastic to secure the mask to the face. Lawrence Down says she's trying not to let the handmade mask pile up in her house, so she sends out batches frequently to whomever asks for them. Louisville Ballet staff dropped off about 100 masks for TARC drivers recently. Alex Ludwig is the wardrobe manager for the ballet. She and her team plan to make 700 masks. I ride TARC every day and I know my bus driver on a first name basis. And it's such an overlooked essential service. They are so important. I mean, there's nurses that ride the bus. A TARC official says that while these masks don't meet the strict standards for those worn by healthcare professionals, She thinks they provide some protection and peace of mind for the drivers. Other costumers I spoke with said they're making them for law enforcement, for social workers, elderly neighbors, even kid-sized ones delivered to pediatrics offices. They feel this is the best way they can contribute to help us all get through the crisis. I'm Stephanie Wolf in Louisville.